I mean, a decade ago, you could rank easily for, you know, some really um, pretty easy keyword terms, right? And those keyword terms are now very competitive. So it's a lot more competition, which means your content really has to actually stand out and be useful and valuable and speak to the user intent. Uh, and that is so important. AI is, is, is vastly important, of course, um, and it's going to change our entire lives. I do believe that um, in every way, not just content marketing, but in everything that we do. Uh, I think in the next five years is going to be tumultuous <laughs> in a lot of ways, but in the way we operate, in the way we work, and the way we live our lives, right? Uh, and but as, as a, from a writing perspective, AI cannot create the type of work that an actual skilled writer. Hi everyone, welcome to the No Name Podcast. We are in for another episode. Uh, today we have a guest. Uh, she is my former colleague. Her name is Jennifer April. Uh, she is an avid content marketer again and uh, she has been working as a content writer since a long time so i want to discuss with her about the her journey uh, of content writing how how did she start and then uh, you know what her uh, what are some of the challenges that she faced and uh, this uh, discussion i think will be definitely helpful for whoever want to start something in content writing so if you like this discussion please subscribe and like this uh, video Having said that, let's bring Jennifer in and we'll start our conversation. So, uh, welcome to the Nonium podcast, first of all, uh, Jennifer, and I would definitely, I'm excited to kind of have this discussion with you. So, I mean, to start with, uh, you know, tell us about your journey, how, how it has been as a content writer, as a content marketer, uh, you know, you have been working in this industry since a long time now. So, what, what started, what made you kind of start the journey in content writing, first of all? Well, I always wanted to write as a kid. I mean, I grew up reading and writing. That was, uh, you know, that's a, a through line for me. Um, in 2005, I was working as a uh, museum educator. I have a master's degree in museum studies. And I was working in a small historic house outside of Philadelphia. And I was put in charge with um, developing the first website for them. Uh, this was okay. a content marketing system because, first of all, I panicked and thought, I don't know how any HTML. You know, I knew enough to know that much, but I was like, I don't know this. But it was, it turns out, it was an early precursor to WordPress, and so it was very doable. And, uh, it, you know, and as I was working on this, I thought, I really am enjoying this. And so I started poking around online because it was still early days of the internet. And uh, then I ended up creating a website about dog treat recipes. And from there, it just went. It spiraled. You know, I learned about um, SEO. I learned affiliate marketing. I learned, you know, how to build a list. Uh, and so I continued to work in that industry for a few more years, but I had a layoff in 2010, which pushed me into starting my own thing. And so that's how I started writing for other people and I launched my freelance content marketing business. Right, right. I mean, uh, it's it's been a long journey, I and mean, it's good that uh, now that uh, you know uh, you have come to a point where content is your just right hand game. Like you can just you know uh, sort it out at any time. So uh, it's been uh, like uh, how how do you see the changes in the industry, uh, Jennifer? I mean, uh, you know. Uh, when you started now, content has evolved a lot, right? So what's, what are some of the biggest changes that you see, uh, you know, uh, in, so, so far? Well, some of the biggest changes, I think there are three 
big changes, um, like overall broad things. Um, one is better quality content with more perspective. This is something we're really seeing shift right now. I mean, a decade ago, you could rank easily for, you know, some really um, pretty easy keyword terms, right? And those keyword terms are now very competitive. So it's a lot more competition, which means your content really has to actually stand out and be useful and valuable and speak to the user intent. Uh, and that is so important. Additionally, you have different types of content being made now. It's not all writing. It's, you know, videos, podcasts like this. Um, infographics, drawings, illustrations, people are consuming in different ways. And so it's important to know what your audience prefers and, Great. you know, then share um, accordingly. And then it's distribution because a lot of companies, you know, spend a lot of energy creating content that is good and helpful and useful. And then they publish it once and they call it done. And then they don't, they're not getting as much as they could out of it. So distributing in multiple ways, in multiple formats, and where your audience is going to see it is so important. Great, great, absolutely. But, but uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, I mean, you know, if you've seen the artificial intelligence, the emergence of AI, mm -hmm. the generative AI, and a lot of things that has, that are happening, and the industry is getting impacted uh, quite a lot, to be really honest. I mean, there are jobs uh, on threat, and people are looking for new options and all those. So what do you think about these new technologies? I mean, people are scared, people don't, I mean, not just the employees who are trying to find a job, but at the same time, companies are scared too, because they are thinking that, okay, if we are we are hiring someone for their talent, they might rely on tools like these. So what is your entire perspective on all this? It's a completely different thing. AI is, is, is vastly important, of course. Um, and it's going to change our entire lives. I do believe that um, in every way, not just content marketing, but in everything that we do. Uh, I think that the next five years is going to be tumultuous <laughs> in a lot of ways, but in the way we operate, in the way we work, and the way we live our lives, right? Uh, and but as as a from a writing perspective, AI cannot create the type of work that an actual skilled writer produces. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're just starting and you don't you don't have the brain skills um, and you're going, your, your work is going to, is seemingly like AIs, you know, because it's generic, then yeah, that's a danger. But um, for people and for companies who want to really compete in the content marketing space, you, you have to do better than what AI puts out. AI is a great starting point. It can be, um, it can give you a great, you know, it can give you some structure. It can give you, help you create different ideas and um, topics, uh, questions to ask when you're doing interviews with subject matter experts, it has a great place there. Right. But uh, what do you think about the, you know, uh, authenticity uh, in question there? Because I was having similar discussion with one of the guests uh, recently, and she said that although, uh, you know, AI is booming, and but it's basically the content of others, which is kind of scraping right. from somewhere. So exactly. uh, do you think do you think that although it's kind of packaging it in a new thing and it's a unique content but do you think that it's good for writers to go out there and take some content help from uh, that uh, those tools i think that you would not want to take anything from there and and use it verbatim at any point mm -hmm. because it's not original you know you're plagiarizing i mean that's not what we want to do as writers right i mean writing is all about right. connecting the dots and and coming up with new ideas. Um, mm. That said, I also look at 
the new tools, the AI tools currently, it's kind of like article, article scrapers back in the day. You know, like when they would, you know, you, you just get like a bunch of gobbledygook and people would put it up and call it content. It's better quality than that, but it's a similar concept. And also then in, in terms of SEO, in, those, in that intervening decade or so, you've had, you know, the skyscraper method of going to, let's go look at the top search results and basically rewrite what's there. I mean, that's kind of what AI does. And we've already seen in the last several years that that's no longer working as well as it did just because the internet okay. flooded with it, you know? So you have to keep, you have to keep adapting and keep changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, of course, of course. So that, that's a good advice. But uh, what are some of the, you know, uh, techniques that uh, you have kind of uh, leveraged or you have uh, kept in mind, uh, you know, uh, when while writing a content and whoever is starting to, as a new content writer, uh, what are some of the things or techniques that uh, he or she should use to, to make good uh, money or maybe, um, you know, uh, good strides in the career? Well, it sounds cliche, but know who your audience is because that's really who you're writing for. So always keep in mind who you're writing for. What are the questions they ask? What do they already know? Um, writing for you know a subject matter expert is a very different audience than writing something very um, high level for people who are looking up something that would be you know top of funnel content like um, you know what is email marketing? I mean like that would be such a different article than you would write for email uh, email marketing experts. You know, it's a completely different audience. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, you have been a writer in a, in a various industries, right? So what are some of the challenges that you faced in writing uh, content for different industries? I mean, I know as a content writer, I know a few things, but at the same time, I would like to know from my fellow content writers as well. What are some of the challenges that they face while writing for different industries? How they adapt to, uh, you know, the, the requirements of particular industries? Because although a core requirement may be same, but there are some things which uh, might need to be changed. So what, does, what are those things according to you, uh, you know, a writer should keep in mind while writing for different areas, different industries and product services well, like that? I mean, for me, I try not to write in too many different industries. You know, I'm, I've, I've narrowed my focus. Um, I write a lot for um, the pet space because I've written literally a thousand articles or more for dogs and cats over the years. Um, but I also write in B2B technology, specifically like hotel technology um, and AI. I write in the AI world as well. Uh, and I write about the business of freelancing. So. While I may go outside of those from time to time, I kind of stay, I mean, just in hotel technology, there's a huge, 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 many sub niches within that. So there's plenty, mm. plenty to keep busy. <laughs> and that, that's, um, you know, but that's come over years of trial and error and seeing where my interests yeah, yeah. lie and, you know. Right, right. Of course. So, um, I mean, still, I mean, there are uh, as a as a as a content writer, I do face a lot of issues while writing content. Uh, so, what are some of the things that you definitely would you know tell them that okay, these are the checklists that you should keep in mind. For example, uh, you know, identifying the intent. What exactly those uh, things that are there? So, are are there any other tools that uh, you know? Are there any other techniques that you would uh, would like to tell? I'm sorry, what was the question exactly? Techniques around? So um, what are some of the techniques that, uh, you know, you have uh, uh, 
you might tell to a new a writer who wants to do okay. something good okay. in content writing? So asking questions. Um, when I got started, I found that it was really, really helpful to structure articles originally. When I mm -hmm. had no idea how to structure an article, uh, but you know, it's like what is uh, what is it that people know already? Who are you speaking with, right? Um, what's what is it they're looking for? That user intent piece. What are three to five benefits the reader is going to get from actually reading this? And what do you want them to do next after they read this? So are you looking for them to connect to a landing page, to download something? Do you want them to you know, go to a demo? What, what do you want them to do after they read this thing? Right, right. So as a, as a content writer, what do you think the role of, uh, you know, content in particular for the business? For example, uh, content has been seen as a, you know, uh, that will make a brand as a thought leader in the market. And that's why people create content to generate that value. So. What is uh, your opinion on this, you know, changing landscape that now AI coming in, they will be having a, like, there's no limit to content inflow now, but yeah. there's definitely a, a challenge to maintain quality. So mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you have in mind to, to kind of think about it? And, you know, uh, how do you think that the quality needs to be maintained from here on? I think that it's really important that businesses actually have a strategy and I aren't just creating content for the sake of content. Um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, maybe it's pulling back on the number of pieces that you're publishing so that you're publishing mm -hmm. more quality pieces, higher value pieces, um, looking at the landscape of what's already in existence in your industry and how you can make it better on your side. I also, you know, I think it's valuable to do a content audit, whether it's every six months or every few months or thereabouts and look at what's performing well on your website. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm re I'm updating update existing content has done well. I'm doing that right now for a client who, who just sent me an email right before we got on this call, and he says, you know, can you do an update on this particular article? I wrote it a year ago, but it's obviously performing well. So now we have new information to add. Right, right, of course, and and uh, there's a you know. A a lot of times I have faced a situation where uh, there is a SEO, so a search engine optimization expert. He'll be telling me to write something about uh, that, you know, the keywords that he has given. And there will be a product team who will be on top of me saying that you should address the intent of the product. So uh, according to you, what are the things that, uh, you know, a writer should follow? I mean, is it like keywords or is it like uh, the intent that uh, should be there? I mean, uh, uh, answer could be pretty straightforward, but uh, I would definitely, help, you know, ask you to explain that a bit. No, I think that's a great question. And I think it comes down to the intent of the business. Right. You know, what's going to help you meet your business goals? Because that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. It's all about, you know, intent, like uh, in, in, my, if, in my opinion, I think I would skip keywords uh, uh, one day, but I don't want to, uh, you know, skip the intent because that's the thing that, uh, you know, uh, a business would love to have in, in the content. So, um, I mean, uh, as a strategist, you know, uh, you have worked as a strategist for content and you have built a strategy. So what are some of the, you know, uh, thing, things that you keep in mind while building a content strategy for a company, be it any company for that matter, but uh, to, to you know, present them as a thought leader in the market, what are the things that you uh, have in mind while building this content marketing strategy? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so thinking of who they're trying to reach, um, what kind of content they've already been publishing, um, where are the gaps, you know, that are not being that have not been addressed yet in what they have published. Mm -hmm. uh, 
who are some of the, um, you know, do they have any internal subject matter experts that could be tapped for content that hasn't that hasn't yet been done? Um, can we re what can we repurpose? Like for example, if you've got if you have I'm working with a client who just had you know in March, yeah, February March had you know people go to different conferences and deliver talks at you know three different stages mm -hmm. to say, and then now we can take those. Um, you know those slide decks, for example, and turn them into published pieces. So it's repurposing content from their internal subject matter experts. So those are some of the ways um, you could do that. Also, you want to look at you know your Google Analytics and make sure that it's you know set up properly with goals so you can actually measure things. Otherwise, you yeah. you know you're you're not you don't have all the all the data you want right to make it uh, work for you. So yeah, so there's, there's yeah. different things to do. Yeah, so, uh, sorry to cut you there, but uh, I mean, there is also a need to, you know, uh, adjoin other uh, strategies, for example, social media platforms and other things so that you can promote your content better. Uh, you know, it, it's not just like writing content and, you know, uh, adding a pile of blogs there on the website, oh. but it needs to have a lot of distribution. So content distribution itself is a different uh, topic altogether that, uh, you know, uh, many companies don't touch and they only focus on content generation. But uh, what do you think about the importance of content distribution and why people should do that, you know, uh, going forward? Absolutely. I think it's um, an area that's not been, it's not always used as well as it could be. I think content distribution right. is essential. So what that could look like is like, so you, you publish a blog post, well, now you create three to five different shorter social posts that you publish in places where your audience will see them. If you've got the bandwidth for, um, you know, illustrations or specific imagery to go with them, charts, graphs, things like that, that's really useful and can create a whole different, you know, um, opportunity to talk about something on the side about that. You can, you know, create carousels. I mean, like for LinkedIn, for example, I mean, the simple slide presentations. I mean, all of that can be repurposed. And you could create out of one blog post, you could, you could create five, ten pieces if it's, you know, really good. Right, right. And there's also, uh, you know, a lot of people say that you have to create infographics and then uh, you have to, uh, you know, promote your answers on Quora and whatnot so so that your content is getting, uh, you know, uh, the exposure that it deserves. So, I mean, uh, thanks, uh, you know, Jen. Uh, it's it's a quick conversation between us, but uh, I know that you have things to do. Uh, so, what are your future plans, by the way, from here on? I mean, uh, what is exactly that you are thinking as a content writer, as a digital marketer? Well, I'm 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 always you know learning and trying to stay current with what's 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 going on. Obviously, I'm paying a lot of attention to the AI space and curious okay. about what that's you know how that's going to affect us and and, and figuring how we could use it better, like you know. The, the prompts you give it are so important, right? And you can actually have it create, you know, a, a strategy for you. Yeah. You know, the outline, broad outline is still general, but you can, it can, it can help. It can give you some kind of guide, you know, a frame of reference there. Um, so I'm really just looking at that. And over the next year, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, I was trying to stay current with, with, with what we're doing now. and. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing your LinkedIn posts, by the way, I'm following them a lot and I see a lot of uh, engaging articles and that you share. I think you are on Medium also, you write well. Um, uh, for my uh, listeners, I can add 
these details in the description so that they can read out the blogs but uh, thank you so much thank you so much for your time today oh, uh, uh, and uh, i would definitely love to kind of have you uh, you know in a in a conversation where you can have you can give us more time so that uh, you know we will have a good meaningful conversation uh, going ahead okay thank, thank, you. thank you so much all right bye bye